So what does the Bible say about how to handle fear and anxiety? This is Scott Wiley, and thank you for listening to the Practical Points for Life podcast. This week, the topic is beating fear through Christ. Clinical anxiety is the number one mental health problem in America. But with Christ in your life and the Bible as your guide, you can beat fear and experience more peace, more self-control, and more confidence. We're unpacking Philippians chapter 4 a little bit to see a prescription for beating fear and anxiety. We saw that from the 5,000 foot view of verses 4 through 8, they start with making a change in our motive. Our motive needs to shift from fear avoidance to glorifying God. In fact, when we pursue the fear of God, nothing else in life can shake us because nothing else even compares to God's raw power and importance. Well, after a change of motive, we also need to make a change in method. Philippians 4, 4 through 7 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What is the method that the Bible is here instructing us to use? He says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. It's saying to rejoice and rejoice again and then rejoice some more. Somehow, we need to shift our anxious soul to a joyful soul. We need to trade in our worries for confident rejoicing in God. When I'm worried about my job working out or the loan coming through or my marriage staying together or my child making the right choices or my health getting better, what in the world do I have to rejoice about? There are so many things to worry about. It seems illegitimate and irresponsible to go into rejoicing mode. Well, think of it this way. When you fear God first and foremost, you have every reason to rejoice because this big, amazing, powerful God is on your side. He is for you, not against you. He sees your life and the things you're anxious about, and he has a good plan in mind that he is working behind the scenes that you know nothing about. When you know these things at the core of your being, then you can legitimately and responsibly rejoice that God is in control. God is in control, and that is a thing worth rejoicing about. So how do I make that shift? How do I go about changing from anxiety to joy? Again, Philippians gives the answer. He says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Knowing that God is in control, now you can confidently bring your requests about things that cause you anxiety to God in prayer and petition and with a heart that is thankful. It's like this. Instead of playing the worries over and over again in your mind, you change your method to praying and asking God for help, and you do it with an attitude of rejoicing and thanksgiving because you know that He can handle all these. He can handle them better than you can, and He can make everything work out for your good and for His glory. The change of method is the change from anxiously grabbing for control to joyfully and thankfully releasing control to God. I do, I do what I can do, okay? 
but I leave the outcomes to God. Making the shift is as simple as making a choice. I, I choose not to be anxious about this and just trust God that he knows what he's doing. And more than just trust God, I choose to actually be joyful and thankful and excited to see what he's going to work out. And he's gonna work it out in the long game in my marriage, my kids, my health, my job, and my finances. He's, he's going for the long run result and I'm gonna trust and be excited about what he has in store. Even when it looks bad, I know God is in control. I just do what I can do, including pray and petition, and then I release control of the outcomes. The promise that comes from applying this change of motive and, and change of method is in Philippians 4, 7, where it says, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Well, that's the desire of every anxious and fearful heart, to have peace. When you follow God's ways, you get to have God's peace. It may not make sense to those around you looking at your circumstances from the outside in, but it is a genuine peace that guards your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Through Christ, you can become a more calm, controlled, and confident person. Tomorrow, we're going to look at one last bit of the Philippians 4 prescription for dealing with fear and anxiety. And that's to change your mind, to change your thinking. Remember, this podcast is meant to be helpful general information. It is not a substitute for face-to-face counseling with a professional. I'm a clinical mental health counselor in private practice. So if I can be of any help to you, please don't hesitate to contact me. You can find all my information on my Practical Christian Counseling website, practicalcc.com. If you have any questions, uh, if you have any questions about personal relationship issues, you can certainly email me at scott at practicalcc.com and I'd be happy to respond to whatever's on your heart. I hope this has been helpful. If you're liking the content, please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app or wherever you're listening to podcasts and that'll help keep it going. This Friday, July or October 4th, Julie Norwood and I will be on the air on Lifestyles of the Saved and Sane in the 8 o'clock morning hour on 97.9 The Breeze, where it'll, we'll, we will be talking about fear and anxiety. And you can listen to it live on the radio at, at, uh, or online at 97.9thebreeze.com, and I'll be posting the show here on this podcast afterwards. Until next time, let Christ be your guide and love wisely.